sitting in World Cup Coffee and Tea, Northwest 18th and Gleason, for another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation, number 146. I'm Tom D'Antoni, and buckle up, friends, because Andrew Paul Woodworth, all three of them, is paying us another visit. He has a new album called Drinks to Sleep, but I would have wanted him back even if he didn't. His last visit was in February of 2015, but it was one of the most memorable. It just seems to be that way when we sit down to talk. The album release gig is May 4 at Secret Society, and I've got some questions about this album, mister. He's a composer, singer, guitarist, actor, teacher, and although I have no proof of his behavior outside of this room, a wild man, even if in his own mind. A singular personality, this guy. Once in my life. <laughs> Is that a song of yours? It's Michael Jackson. Oh. Man in the Mirror. Oh, really? Off of Bad. Oh. Do you know that album very well? No. What? No. I was, I was into avant-garde jazz at that time. Yeah, but you love soul music. I do. You don't consider that soul? No. Would you consider Off the Wall soul? Yeah, sort yeah. of. I was never a Jackson 5 fan. Yeah, but Quincy Jones... Right. Turned Michael Jackson upside down. And if it wasn't for Quincy Jones, we would never have known publicly that Marlon Brando used to fuck Richard Pryor. Isn't that nice? Yes. Or Thanks, that, Quincy. Or that Michael Jackson was uh, greedy. <laughs> and a thief. Well. Nobody's well, really, he really threw it out there in that interview, didn't he? Nobody's perfect. He says the, uh, he knows who killed Kennedy. Yes, when after all, it was you and me. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, you just wrote, you just did the stones right there. You just segued right in there. Right. right. You are clever. <laughs> you are fucking clever. I know that, but I can, I never can know. I never know when I can when I, I can bring anything up. No, you no, can't with me. No, no. No. So it's it's uh, things are in there. You have to be very very careful. I have to rummage around to find them. Right in your own brain, and then the next day you'll go, oh, I, yeah, that. Right? It's like a girl. You ever listen to, you, you, your father's old? He's 70, almost nine. Okay. So you hear him talk to his friends, right? Friends? <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely? Oh, well. Poor guy. Uh, you, you I've never... heard him talk to his acquaintance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the, the thing happens where you don't have to say the name. Mm-hmm. The other guy already knows it, knows what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to bother. Right. You know, you'll get there. It takes too much time to say that name. You can just gesticulate. No, no, you can't, you can't remember it. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. That is weird with the memory thing. Oh, yeah. Do you have that problem? What problem? Ha, good one. <laughs> See, I'm not buying this whole nah. aging thing. You're 47, right? Correct. Give you three years. That's going to happen in three yeah. years? You'll notice it in very small ways. Like my, my ear hairs are going to get all wiry. That has nothing to do with memory. My testicles are going to drop to my kneecaps. Well, that's a plus. Is it? Yeah. You use a shoehorn to get your underwear on every morning? <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> I don't know. Some people think it's attractive. The, the long testes? Yeah. I don't think testicles are attractive at all. Well, you, I don't not think to if you. They're, if they're taught. I've never heard a girl go, oh, my God. Look at the gorgeous, shiny testes on that guy. Ever heard any guys say that? No. 
I don't think testicles are attractive to anybody. I, I disagree. At all. With you. I disagree. Except maybe a certain breed of dog. My experience is different from yours. Mm. Your testicular yes. experience? Yes. Well, that is absolutely testicular. I've been, love, I've been lucky in that, in that regard. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'd love to hear more. Hey, listen, before people stop listening, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's get to the, two, the, 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 the thing that you're really here for. Yeah. No, right. it's not for me. No, 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 no. I could be anybody sitting here with a podcast thing. No. Saying, oh, you have a new record out. No, it couldn't be anybody. Oh, all right. You're special. You're a legend. Yeah. Special. Just, I'm special Ed. You're short bus special. But, but, uh, <laughs> but where's that picture now that used to be in Jimmy Max? Where are they hanging that? That is sitting facing the wall in my house. They gave it to you? It is the worst picture ever taken of me. I think it's so cool. Oh, no. No, no, I'll have, no. I'll no. take it. I'll put it up in my house. <laughs> yeah. I'll oh, put no, it up. you won't. Huh? No, you won't. Come on. No. No. You may not. I will. No one. I'm going to keep your. Will ever see that again. Flame burning <laughs> in my house. <laughs> okay. All right. New album. Yeah. It's called Drinks to Sleep. Correct. Now, does that mean that some person, we can say they, mm-hmm. because pronouns are meaningless now. Yes. You can't say he or she. Can't do you don't it. want to say he or she. No. Because it could be something other. Correct. Undefined. Right. So you can say they. Yeah. It's allowed now. Okay. So mm-hmm. is this, is, is, is that about someone who drinks in order to sleep? Yes. Ah. Nice. Ah. And you can say actually specifically to, uh, you can say me. You can use the word, you can use the pronoun Andrew <laughs> to be actually correct about it. Uh-huh. What do your friends call you? Um, my friends call me Woody or uh-huh. Andy uh-huh. When, from when they knew me when I was young. Uh-huh. Uh, or uh, my, some people have called me Drew. Really? Yeah. Huh. A lot of my friends call me Shit Potato. Yeah. Yeah. For How about shit for brains? Obvious reasons. How about shit for brains? Yeah, the brains thing. They they, they still don't believe that I've I've got going that going on. It's easy to fake. Yeah, it, it is. really is. If you it can is. move your arm, people yeah. think, hey, yeah. he's thinking about something. Because I'm a complete idiot. No. Oh yes. No, you're you have not. no idea. I don't think you, have you were no an idiot. idea. No, you don't know. I think I find you wildly All fascinating right. and clever. So this album mm-hmm. is not exactly roses and sunshine. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Um, no, it's it's really not. Yeah. Oh, but before we get any further, uh, you have a an album release gig. I do. Yes. May fourth. Yes. At Secret Society. That's good. With, uh, two really cool bands playing with me. Baramand, mm-hmm. guy named Sean Michael Baramand. He goes by Baramand. I mm-hmm. believe that's how you pronounce it. And uh, Wonderly, who are Ben Landsverk and um, uh, damn it. He's an awesome guy. He owns Mississippi Studios. Jim Brunberg. Yeah, Jim Brunberg. Okay, I forget that guy's right. name. It's okay. So those two guys yeah. are playing as well under the band name Wonderly. Yeah. So yeah. talented. Yeah. Anyway, I've really lucked out on having these other bands join. And how, how many pieces will you have in your band? There will be seven of us, seven of us on stage, and sometimes there will be uh, 11, because I have four of my teen female students ah. who sang on the album 
coming on stage during the show to sing, uh-huh. which is okay with secret society as long as they yeah. stay yeah. in the wings. Uh-huh. Any brass? Because you have brass on this album. There's only one song with the brass. I know that. And I, will, I just didn't feel I needed to, to have the guy come for one song. Uh-huh. But that would have been awesome. Yeah. I bet you like that was your favorite part, wasn't it? No, no, it's not necessarily. And he's, he played a Chicago style. Yeah, it was nice. Horn. He's great. Yeah, it was nice. Ben Medler, I believe, is yeah. his name. Right. Have you heard of him? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. He's mostly a trombone player. He's yeah. He was yeah. great. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot and of. His, uh, his wife is one of the quadrophones. Is that right? Yeah. See, this Michelle. whole "I'm dumb" thing <laughs> is not playing very well anymore. <laughs> All right. Okay, so it's not "Sunshine and Roses." No. It's is kind that, of. What did, what did you get? What was the vibe you got? Uh, I, the things aren't going so well. Really? Was it? Yes. Okay. For instance, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What is fucking Jackson Browning me? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, you know Jackson Brown beat up Carly Simon, right? Yeah. yeah so. Okay. All right. <laughs> and and who, who who was getting beaten up in this song? Um, I am. Ah. Yeah. By who? Well, I think that's a great question. And... I, you know, specifically you can say, because it says, she said, I'm going to drown you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, th- you know, th- that, that song, which is called Love Make a Fool of Me, mm-hmm. is, is a, uh, it's almost a be careful what you wish for kind of thing, because mm-hmm. uh, when, at least in my experience, being in love can be an off, awfully humiliating experience mm-hmm. uh, if it's not a good one. Mm-hmm. And you will do things that that are against your nature. Mm-hmm. You will become somebody who who's who breaks habits that are good for them. Mm-hmm. You will become desperate in certain ways if it's an unbalanced appreciation for each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've, I I sometimes have found myself in. Luckily, not too many times, but in this particular case, that was one of those. And and then you go, you know, then you're single for a long time. You're like, oh god, to feel to feel that intense love again would be just amazing because it it is, you know. It it is an exhilarating experience, even when it's not great. It's that heightened sense, right? But this love make a fool of me is like saying, I, you know, I kind of need to feel foolish to, yeah. to, to to prove I'm in love with somebody, right? <laughs> I need to become, you know, kind of a dick bag, you know. To, I want to be under that thumb, despite the fact that it's going to end up embarrassing me. So that that's the gist of that song. Was that easy to write Better or, than lonely. or hard to write? That song? Yeah. You mean the melody or lyrics? The whole uh, thing? The, the lyrics, really. The lyrics? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was one of the songs that was a little more laborious than other ones. Mm-hmm. Probably in every way. I've had, I had a real tricky time finding uh, the cor- a chord progression in that chorus. I had a tricky time with the melody. That was when I labored over a lot. And if I look at my mm-hmm. music notes on my, you know, when I sing into my phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's several several days, weeks of mm-hmm. evolution, and that doesn't always happen that way. Mm-hmm. So that's a good question. You could tell. What about okay. dealing with the emotions in it? Was that difficult? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that I. I, I think that it's that these the songs that I write are. There's always an, there, the, the undercurrent of emotion is always there. So mm-hmm. it's not like I I, I, I I swim deeper into that emotion and to, to experience it. Uh-huh. It's always kind of there, so I don't know if it, you know, it's like a constant dull ache that doesn't make it harder or you know more relieving. I understand, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad for me. Uh, I'm a pretty lucky guy. But I have to after after listening to this album. Does it really? Does it make you feel sorry for me? In a way, well, you you know it's interesting because I don't have I am I'm now in such a great relationship with a beautiful person. Well, then the hell woman. with this album. That's what I'm saying. I mean, my next <laughs> album is going to be a soul album. It's going to be a, a you know, it's going to be a Katrina and the Waves. I'm walking on sunshine album. So so it, and and one of the point one of the issues I'm having with this album and performing because I'm just starting to rehearse it is I'm, yeah. I'm it's hard for me to relate to it. Really? Correct, yeah. Wow. It is hard for me to... I'm almost... I was embarrassed playing it for Catherine, this girl yeah. I'm with now. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, gosh. I mean, I, I just don't feel... I don't feel this way anymore. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I understand completely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little embarrassing. Wow. I'm like... I was cringing in the car going, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I sound like a, a real sap, you know? No, I wouldn't say a sap. It, I mean, these are, they were real emotions. And, you yeah. know, we exaggerate when we're, when we're creating art. Of course. Oftentimes, I, I, you know. Right. I think most people who hang out with me think I'm probably pretty silly uh-huh. and whimsical and, you know, uh-huh. positive. Uh-huh. Right? Well. <laughs> don't they? Yeah, 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 Maybe yeah. That's yeah. my own screwed um, up sense of myself. I don't know. Are you singing falsetto throughout or is it, was, was those other people? Falsetto? Kind of. In which part? The, all the songs? Yeah. Well, you mean it's there's a lot of layered tracks, but yeah. uh, if it's a solo falsetto voice, it's mine. Yeah, but I don't like yeah. to use the falsetto all that much. No, it's not all that much. Right, but, but it certainly is. is there's is, a little more Jeff Buckley in there. Uh huh. Is is what my drummers called certain sections of <laughs> while we play the songs. Oh, take do that Jeff Buckley part again. Well, let's do the Jeff Buckley section, and then I flip him off, and we go into the Jeff Buckley section. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely a little more uh, pure. Falsetto uh-huh. Uh-huh. than I have normally been co- comfortable doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. How does that feel when you do it? It, it feels cool, um, you know. But you know, it's funny because as a vocal coach, and I work with a lot of kids, I I dissuade kids from using their falsetto or in the in the women's case head voice off as often as I can because I think that most uh, most kids go to that voice a little early in their range uh-huh. and they fall back on it. Uh, it, because they don't know the capabilities of of their more powerful voice, their chest voice, yeah. and that mixed voice above it. Yeah. So it's a little weird because I feel like I'm <laughs> kind of going against what I teach. Oh. Ever done any tube and throat singing? No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool if I could make more than one tone at a time? Yeah. Somebody yeah. said they heard some somebody do that. Oh, there's a guy in town. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah, uh, Soraya. Really? His real name is Ugaldi, uh, and um, he's got to have a name like that. Yeah, he's he, great. You can't he's have a fabulous. Name like, I mean, he's been you know, to, He's won Duke. He's won competitions in in Tuva. Wow. Yeah. 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 I had him in here. He's great. I wonder. Yeah, he, I think uh, he drives a radio cab. There's a certain place in hell where one has to sit through a competition in whatever that is. <laughs> That would not be fun. Actually, is it? I, I went to a, there were a bunch of, of Tuvan monks came through town a, several years ago. I went to a concert. You did? Yeah. It was fabulous. It was you'll, just you'll fabulous. Go. You will go to a concert, won't you? Well, not so much anymore, but, um, but to hear these, these people making these sounds is just like, how, do, how does that happen? How does that come out of a human being? See, all I'm saying is, and I, 
forgive me for speaking out of turn, I've never seen it, but so, sometimes just because you can do something <laughs> doesn't mean you should. Well, they should. Okay. So this is an experience that you found Well, it's part of their culture. Valuable. They, they, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, it's what they do there. Right. That's why they call it Tuvan throw singing. Tuvan. Because they do it in Tuva. Tuva? Tuva. Huh. Yeah, it's like near Mongolia. Is that right? Something like that. I yeah. didn't know where it was. Right. I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> tuva. Tuva. Okay. I mean, not tuba. Right. <laughs> it takes tuva. To tango. All yeah, right. Right. Nice. <laughs> Me and Yuva. It's Tuva to Tango. It's Tuva. Me and Yuva. <sighs> so, <laughs> so I apologize if you feel bad for me. I, I'm a pretty lucky guy. Okay, good. You know, I was worried. I'm sure you were. I was. Is I mean, that why you've? Is that why you've uh, handcuffed me to this chair <laughs> and have a guard outside of the room? I think that's a little extreme. Well, they're coming huh? to take you away. Oh God! Uh, yes. <laughs> They'll be here soon. As soon as we're done. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So you're going to teach after this? Yeah. I'm going to teach, uh, I'm going to teach five, like five students today. Wow. Yeah. Then all, I'm going to watch the Blazer game. All at the same time or one after another? We'll see what happens. Oh. Yeah. I may have screwed up the schedule. They all show up at the same time. <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. That's like me yesterday. Oh, did you do that? I got a text from you saying, oh. I'm all ready for tomorrow. I went, I'm going like, wait a minute. It's on my calendar for next week. Oh, really? <laughs> it's okay. We're here. Did We're you realize it? that? Did you look through the notes and realize that I was right? I know. No, I just figured just took I fucked my word up. For it. I figured I fucked up. That's really awful when you fuck up and you're a vocal coach and, pe- and you, people come to your house and you have two cars <laughs> pull up at the same time. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck. I think I'll teach harmony today. This sucks. Right. <laughs> That doesn't happen any, anymore because yeah. it's, it's such a shameful experience. That Did you have a vocal coach? I did. I Here was signed, or L.A.? This was L.A. I was signed to Sony in 95. Yeah. And, uh, and I asked for vocal lessons. So I went to a guy named Ron Anderson. Uh-huh. Ron Anderson, if you Google him, is everybody's vocal coach now. And when I went to him, thankfully, I mean, he was super expensive. So I, didn't, I couldn't go that often. And they paid yeah. for the first few. They were yeah. cheap. Um, but he was like 400 bucks an hour. Wow. But he taught Seal, huh. Eddie Vedder, Chris Cornell, huh. Axl Rose, Whoa. Alanis Morissette. Wow. Uh, he had all these pictures. Chili Peppers, which, huh. you know, he probably shouldn't put that picture up there because that's not a good endorsement for him. Uh, but now he teaches Adam Levine and uh-huh. Alicia Keys and, wow. I mean, everybody. So he was an, he's an opera guy, and his stories were classic. He would sing with Pavarotti. He would talk about being in, you know, go, going off in the wings during a, you know, instrumental break in this music and having a bite of steak, you know, <laughs> to keep the protein in his body. Wow. It's so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, I, 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 uh, I, I learned some valuable things from him. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, I've had to, had to create my own way of teaching. And, yeah. Like, um, what did you learn from him, for instance? I learned uh, how, where, how properly to breathe. Uh-huh. Uh, which is much lower than, than people realize. And, and a, a lot of people are taught incorrectly, even by experienced teachers, I have found. Um, you learn uh, about singing into your face, yeah. into your mask, because yeah. we're not singing with our throat. Right. Um, those are the main things. And you know, now I've learned other things. I've learned about the inertia of keeping the sound straight out uh-huh. uh, like a line instead of thinking of the notes up and down. Uh-huh. 
but it's it's amazing what thinking about thinking about creating the sound does to you actually being able to create it. It's so fascinating to me because you're never going to be perfect at it. Right. So it's one of those at things. Anything. That, no. Right. It's one of those things that you, well, unless you're a bowler and you get like a 300. <laughs> right? <clears throat> that would be a perfect I score. I suppose you're right. Huh? You could, or, or pitch a perfect game. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really fascinating. And I but love But those it. are single events. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. You can't be a 300 bowler all the time. Right. That would be the perfect part. Correct. See how you are? Too smart for me. <laughs> I can't keep up with this. Um, so, uh, but uh, not, not all of these songs, everybody doesn't really run from you, do they? No, that's a pity song. <laughs> you know? But, you know, you do find as you get older that... Uh, well, you know, work for Otis, Otis Redding, call me Mr. Pitiful. That's right. You know? Yeah, but he died when he was 25. Well, don't get on any... He didn't have a lot of time to... Right. To suss it out. Yeah. Can you believe that voice died at 25? Oh, I know. God. I know, I know. Sounded like a 45-year-old. Yeah. Husky old soul. Yeah, yeah. I but was, no, everybody does not run for me. But I think there is... Um, but sometimes you feel that way. Everybody yes. feels that way. Don't sometimes. They? Don't yes. they? Yeah. I feel that way all the time. You do? Yes. You think people run from you? I think so. Come on. I think so. What about your cats? My cat loves me. See? Yeah. I have two cats. Yeah. But I feed her. Yeah. <laughs> if I fed everybody, you think so? then they wouldn't run, run, run well, away. Well, I'm here for the coffee, so I'm, I guess your theory's right. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, but, you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's just a, a, sometimes a bitterness with the end of a relationship. And um, sometimes, sometimes it's... Sometimes? Well, sometimes it's not bitter. Sometimes it's supposed to happen. Uh, but I have been very fortunate in... Uh, Relationships with my intimate partners, my wife, ex-wife, mm-hmm. that I'm still friendly with them. Yeah. Um, but I do miss friends I, I've had, even though we're friends, you know, I don't talk to them as much. Right. I miss right, right. people sometimes, uh, you forget that they're not in your lives anymore, some of those peripheral characters. And I just uh-huh. am like, how does that happen? How do you gradually just not talk to somebody anymore? So, um, and it's, you know, it's, it's. There's a lot of vulnerability, I suppose, in this record. That's that's a little bit different than what I've done. Oh yeah. in the past. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's been kind of. Well, it's one of the most. It's one of the most attractive things about it. I hope so, but it's cringe-inducing for me. Ah uh, well. You know, I'm like, oh God. Well, people, I think might might like to see that. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully, hopefully. it's not too ugly. <laughs> you know, hopefully they want to see that. Yeah. yeah hopefully like they get to see that. Seeing they somebody cry. It. Yeah. You know. So, hopefully, yeah, hopefully they've heard this and know that you're better off now. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. What's your viewership on this? Uh, 15 or 16. <laughs> hopefully they can tell their friends, both yes. of their friends. Right. So we can, what's 15 factorial? All right. Okay. Tell me about the concept of turning the drug into a girl. Well, um, you know, I think it's part of the same thing sometimes when you're addicted to a feeling or addicted to a drug or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just all became... Ooga chaka, ooga chaka, yeah. ooga chaka. Right. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Hooked but... on a feeling. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. I mean, I need to get my obscure <laughs> reference book out so I can keep up with this conversation. That was in... Um... Isn't that... Uh... In the Tarantino movie. Oh, God, I love him. I He's my favorite him. director. I hate him. You don't He's like Tarantino? Bogus. He's fucking bogus. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Pulp Fiction you don't like? I hate it. 
That's my favorite movie of all time. I saw that movie when I was driving a cab in Baltimore. Well, you shouldn't be driving a cab and watching a movie well. at the same time. That's your problem. You probably didn't get a whole lot out of it. It was bogus. I have an incredible story about seeing that movie. Yeah? I was filming a movie at the time. Yeah. I was filming a movie with Kirk Cameron mm-hmm. called The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes. Mm-hmm. I played his best friend. I, this is what I, Right when I was getting signed to Sony, I had the hair down to here. People thought I looked like Kurt Cobain. Even People Magazine did a write-up and mentioned me and said, he looks like Kurt Cobain. So we went and saw Pulp Fiction, my buddies and I. On a Saturday night. And uh, we drank these malt liquors called Crazy Horses. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Crazy Horse? No. It's an awful, but a 40-ounce beer. Oh, man. And we probably smoked some pot. Really? And, uh, and so I went to this movie. <laughs> it's a Century City movie theater in Century City, uh-huh. L.A. And in that scene where she gets the, the needle in the heart, uh-huh. I got so violently disgusted that <laughs> I started to I get cold sweat. I thought I was going to puke. So I excused myself and I walked out outside of the theater and I, I fainted on the rug. It was all, luckily all rug out there. And I collected myself and I got myself together and I'm cold sweating. And I think, all right, I'm going to go into the bathroom. I'm paranoid. I don't want to get arrested. So I, I, I shovel, I, sh- I stumble into the bathroom and I pass out again on my face. Oh. And I land on these teeth and I chip, I crunch them no. in half. This, this one and this one. And they're totally, I, I didn't feel anything. I heard myself go, Oh. And I didn't bleed. I didn't bruise. I just chopped these in half. Oh, and so I walk. I'm, 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 I go get my buddy Dave, and I call him in, and we're looking for my teeth on the ground. But there's so much popcorn and stuff that you're picking up little pieces of whatever you see that's white, and you're squeezing it to see. And uh, do you need to get that? No, that's not my phone. Oh, okay. And that's so the they, had to, they had to cancel the filming on Monday and cancel my oh, scenes and rearrange geez. them. And it was and it, it just a violent experience. And then I, it's, a, it's crazy that I still love that movie. I think Quentin Tarantino, I mean, True Romance. Oh, gosh. Django Unchained was incredible. Why? Why? He's bogus. Well, what do you mean bogus? He's bogus. But what, is that, what does that mean? I, this, he, you don't it, appreciate the dialogue? You don't appreciate no, the... No, he, he's a dilettante. Huh. Dilettante. All right. Well, Go. then I hate him now. Good. Okay? Good. I'm just going to agree with you. It's like that uh, guy. Uh, it's funny. I was, I was, uh, I, sh- I showed the Koyanis Katsi to a friend of mine. I don't uh, know what that is. That's a sounds like you sneezed. <laughs> God bless you. It's uh, a ninety-minute um, uh, music video. Um, uh, when you, you you come out of it either wanting to save the world or kill yourself. So. Oh, but it has this one scene where. It's, it's, there's a whole long fast mo thing, and, 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 and it's Philip Glass, very very fast Philip Glass, the fastest Philip Glass ever record, ever right. co- composed. And the, the car goes off a freeway exit and and down a street, and it's. Mm-hmm. And um, a friend of mine was a a, 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 a theater uh, projectionist, and people would throw up. Oh, when they saw that. Hmm. Because of a, yeah, big screen. That would be a, a glass yeah. half empty kind of experience. More than they more than they threw up when Divine ate the dog shit in Pink Flamingos. Really? Yeah. I don't know anything about that either. Oh, I avoid the uh, ingesting of fecal matter. Well, most people do. But what's the fecal matter? Well. It's <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a, it's never been the scene has never been equaled. 
in, no. in, in the annals of motion pictures. No. Pink Flamingos is something you should see. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Or the producers. John Waters. Which I will see. I'm not a movie guy. Uh, unless it's... Twin unless you're in it. Unless it's Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> or you're in it. Right. Yeah. I see. Yeah. You're right. No. It's a fact. I always tell people that you're, you're in the Ernest movies. I'm and glad they that love you do. that. So proud. They love that. I get... Uh, yeah. I get... I got a two cent check the other day. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's funny because now, it, it, you know, it used to be a real source of shame for me. Uh, but now that it's gone this long and I'm old enough that it's sort of like looking at a picture of you when you were a kid, it's actually the people's reaction to the fact that I was in Ernest Goes to Camp is so shockingly positive. It surprises the hell out of me. Oh, every yeah. Time. Everybody loves everybody now. Everybody it loves it's Ernest. It's a terrible movie. Of course, and it's a I terrible movie. Was terrible in it. Doesn't matter. It. I mean, I was terrible in it. It doesn't matter how you were in it. Doesn't. No. Why not? Because it's an earnest movie. I guess I was supposed to be bad in it. I guess. I felt like the other kid actors were better than I was. Well, you know, I overdid it. Uh, My buddy Patrick was actually good in it. Yeah. He was the best kid actor in it. Well, did you have lines? Oh yeah, I was Lance Pennington. I was a supporting oh, role. Wow. What did you say? I said, it's a kayak, airhead. <laughs> and this baby's going to win the competition for us again this year, pal. Oh, yeah. I had stuff like that. That's great. Oh, yeah. I said, oh, little fella, go down and go bum. Because I tripped this kid. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. I had some good stuff. That's really good. I slammed his, uh, his hands into the bus window at the beginning of the movie. But I end up redeeming myself and becoming good and oh. fighting on the on the good team. Well, that's good. Yeah, I come back and say we wouldn't you, we wouldn't want you to have to fight without us, and so I turn and become yeah on the good t- that's side. That's good because if you hadn't done that, uh, assholes all, uh, uh, all over the world since then would would really love you. They would. Yeah. They would call it. Oh, dude, you're so Lance Pennington right now. Right. That would be a <laughs> euphemism for what it means to be an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? That movie was such a great experience because not, not I got to meet Stevie Wonder because uh-huh. he was doing a show out there, and one of the kids' mothers had dated him years past, so we got to meet him and hang out with him. Uh, and my best friend is is uh, is to this day is the guy I mentioned, who Patrick Day, yeah. who who was yeah. in that movie, who is now a, runs a theater in L.A. Yeah. So I met you know the the coolest dude. Um, doing that movie, you have actually memorialized chipping your tooth in this in this album. Yeah, you just got that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice work. I'm slow. I didn't even uh, realize I was making that correlation. Yeah. And since then, the tooth, the teeth, the veneers have come off. Oh no! In different situations. Oh no! Yeah, at the duck football game, I'm trying to pull my glove off. Oh no! Really, oh. a couple years ago, because ah, it was freezing and my yeah. teeth came out. Ah! Yeah. No. Yeah, it's it's tough. Wow. It's hard out there for a pimp. <laughs> you know what I mean? With no one to cheer you on. Oh yeah. <laughs> that you know it's so funny. That that song is yeah. the worst song I've ever written and I tried to keep it off the album and my band members and producer refused to let me. And then I had the girls, I had these teen girls come in, uh-huh. uh, my some of my students. Yeah. And I'm like I'm not going to put that song on and they demanded that they sing on it and so we kept it on. I hate it. I think it's terrible. Why? I just don't like it. I think the <laughs> lyrics are stupid. I think it sounds, I don't know. There you go. Well, that's my least favorite song I've ever written and ever recorded. Right. Wow. Yeah. 
And there it is. And there it's sitting out there. For everyone to listen to. But, you to. know, it's, it stands as just more, uh, yet another example of, of vulnerability. Well, the girls seem like they're having a good time at the end there. I'm glad you left that in. They were having a good time. Yeah. They'd never been in a recording studio before. Oh, wow. <clears throat> oh, it was oh. so It was so cool. What a great experience. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. They loved it. And the producer, Kevin Hahn, was so great to them and demanded of them, which I thought was such a great learning experience. Yeah. He didn't just go, okay, great. He was like, okay, girls, you got to get this. You got to And it was awesome. Loved it. And I think yeah. that they uh, had a better experience because the stakes were higher, you know, and he presented yes, it that absolutely. way. absolutely. Yeah, it was really, really great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And learn how to use a mic. Yep. And they're, and they're very good singers. Yeah. So we have yeah. this, um, you know, some gospel choir sort of stuff yeah, yeah. in there that, that, um, that they are largely responsible for, along with the band members. Because I have great talent on this album. Great. Brian Harris. Uh-huh. Uh, a keyboardist piano player plays with Curtis Salgado a lot yeah. um, Brian Harrison my cousin uh-huh. incredible guitar player Dirk Sullivan who's in a band called uh, Old Mill mm-hmm. Dane Ryan bass player who plays in a band called Mets Ryan and Collins mm-hmm. Mike uh, oh, uh, Joe Mingus drummer uh-huh. um, who everybody's is everybody's favorite drummer in town Phil Hyun is a violinist slash mandolin guy mm-hmm. Rob Rainwater played mandolin on this um, who am I missing uh, I think that's it. Then, of course, Ben Medler played the horn yeah. on that one song. Yeah. But yeah. all these guys can sing. Mm-hmm. So um, I got totally spoiled. Great. Totally spoiled. And, and Kevin Hahn played a lot of stuff. Do you know Kevin Hahn? No. He's such a great dude. Great producer. He's, sing- he's a singer for um, Stone in Love, uh-huh. the uh, Journey tribute band. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he's multi-talented. Guy can shred, too, uh-huh. on the guitar. Uh-huh. Yeah, so great experience. Do Despite you, the do you well t- the sad get back to the song time. that you hate. Do, do you feel like you need to have a muse? Probably, yeah. Um, I don't know that I feel like I have to, or that I just find myself in that position. Yeah, I don't know if I'm creating that or not. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes money can be the muse. True, or lack you know? thereof. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. You know, I've had certainly had. Uh, I've been more single than I've not been single in my uh-huh. life. Yeah. So a lot of the things that I've gotten out of life and felt worthy to, to write about have been the the ups and downs of and ins and outs, pardon <laughs> the pun, of of you know that that sort of weird pleasure versus happiness right. struggle. Right. So I I don't know if that's self created. Um. Or that's just how it is. Yeah. But certainly it's, it's muse-like. It's better to have a muse than not to have a muse. Yeah, I mean... Right. I, Although I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having a, a money muse. That'd be great. <laughs> to have too much? <laughs> no, just to get, you know, to get a lot of money for what you're doing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've been in and out of getting money for what I've done sure. and, and not. Sure. Um, so I, I'm, I'm hoping that because I'm in a relationship that's very, very... Mm-hmm. Uh, extraordinary that that is the muse that will that will uh, that I'll pursue for a different yeah. kind of album next time yeah sometimes yeah um, appreciation of your work and recognition can serve as a muse how do you mean well uh, a friend of mine and I did the first um, documentary on assisted suicide well that's uplifting it, it was it was the best thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's 90 minutes. It's a full documentary. Was it up here? Yeah. Was it the Kevorkian thing? No, not at all. It was a guy, I got a guy from one of the assisted suicide uh, organizations. We followed him for two years from the day he got the medication until he killed himself. And wow. We, and we shot that. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you know, we... we, we you we, shot him... For two years. But you, and then you watched him die? Not shot with a gun. No, 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 but you, yeah. you've shot, oh, you yeah. filmed him yeah, yeah. die? Yeah, 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 yeah. What did he do, take some drug? Yeah, they give you uh, Nembutal, liquid Nembutal. Holy crap. Anyway. Tom. Oh, I know. Uh, okay, so it never got seen. It's a long story. I won't go into Jesus. it. Jesus. But eventually I put it up on YouTube. And it's gotten 350,000 views. So I can see it on YouTube? This is not cats jumping around. Okay? No, 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 no. This is not kitten video. No. This is, this is like a 90-minute serious but documentary. But what does that tell you about humans, human nature? Well, that, 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 I don't know. There the, is a the, darkness uh, to the things that, that... Bill, the head of Northwest Film Center, who premiered it for us um, in, a, in a theater when, when, you know, when we first released it, said, you know, Tom... Hubby's not going to come home and say to his wife, hey, let's go out and see Robert die tonight. Right. <laughs> you know, so. Okay, but it also says something about the fact that you were interested enough to film something like that. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So the macabre and the yeah. fascination with somebody who would go to that length. So many different layers to that. Yeah. It's, so it's, you it's, must be really fucking in pain. It's very up- to, it's to, a very, to it's a, belie your instinct. And inst- it's, it's a very uplifting piece. Oh, yeah. It really is. Oh, I'm sure. But anyway, <clears throat> if he's uh, going up, if that he's going. sir, the fact that I get comments every day, mm-hmm. even now, mm-hmm. we, we, we released the thing in like 2004 or five, five, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's still getting tons and tons of hits. It gets getting 20 and 30 hits a, a day. I get comments every single day from people. Every this day. has moved. And so, so it's the connection, so therefore, correct? Therefore, it's connection, that, that you, you appreciate connection. Therefore, it serves as a, as a source of inspiration for me that 10 years later, my stuff is still reaching people like that. So, and, but what, and what is that? What, what do we need? Uh, to feel important? No, not to feel important. No? To, to be able to move people. But Why? Why? Because that's that's what we do. For, that's what we do. But isn't that because it makes us feel important? No, it's not a question of. You don't think so? No, so. not at all. That doesn't. No. You don't think it, it gives us some sort of value in the world, a place in the world, and that that's and that different. gives us importance? That, no, it's not. No, no, no. Huh? Uh, um, not at all. I think no, we're not. gonna have to argue about this a different time because <laughs> this could go on forever. <laughs> Good. I think it. Everything. Everything lands on. Do I feel important? Nah, no, no. Nah, I think religion was created I, for that. I'm, I'm, I'm way past that. Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's nice to be recognized. You know, people still see me on the street every once in a while and recognize one of you know stuff I did. But anyway. Right. Um, but I, but the the point is that even though this documentary serves <clears throat> as a kind of source of inspiration and kind of a muse. Mm-hmm. Because I can look and see what I did and be proud of it and want mm-hmm. to do more. I'd rather have a girlfriend who was amused. <laughs> right, right, right. By far, by far. Right. No, can it, you know, I've, I've had them, mm-hmm. you know. Well, because that's, you know, that's, that's, a, that's an intimate shared experience that you also get to, uh, you get to give back. And, yeah. you know, we all have. We that all you have, have that I don't have, you son of a bitch. Well, hey, you could have it again. <laughs> I hate you. 
I know you do. I can feel it. You could have it again. I, was, I'm gonna, I I'm felt gonna, better when I was pitting you with this stuff. I'm going to get you songs. laid. I'm going to get you laid after this, Tom. All right? We're going to hit some bars. Okay? You have to teach. I do. Damn it. I'm, I'm canceling everything just to get you laid today. So how long has it been since someone's asked you the question, what's a Woodworth? (laughs) You know, I don't know that anybody's ever had uh, the balls to ask me that. Really? Yeah. But it's it's in the great tradition. Is it? Of that joke. Like, what's a Henway? Yeah. You know. What's 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 a a Woodworth? With you, it's a real word. I guess it depends on what what you mean by wood. (laughs) Right? No. The, the value I of suppose. wood depends on I suppose, what specific I suppose, type. I suppose that's true. I can't believe nobody's ever... Euphemism you I can't be. believe nobody's ever made that joke with you. No. I can't believe that. It's true. All the funny people you've been with, nobody's it's ever... Because it's a, such a stupid joke? Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they glossed right by that. They just... They, they, you know, it probably registered in their brain. They went, no, no, I'm not going to fucking say that. I'm better than this. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. I know you are. That's great. That's why I love you. That's why you're getting laid after this. Okay? You start ripping that material out. No problem. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well. Well, what? I'm just impressed that you... Oh, I'm spitting on the... I'm just impressed that you took the I time to... I hate when people do that. It's awful. Just stay over there. I'm surprised and impressed that you listened to as much of this album as you did. Oh. It's pretty cool. And you took notes, which you don't normally do. I never take How notes. How come you took notes this time? I don't know, because huh. there was some good... There was some, well, you know, I mean, I heard the, the, the Jackson Brown, fucking Jackson Browning me line. I went, whoa, what a good line. <laughs> Even though I didn't know what it meant. My, uh, my band members have, have, have commented on that particular line for some reason. That yeah. That's the one that they like. Yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter what it means. And, and, and as Michael Stipe has said, yeah. it's not necessarily what the words mean. It's how they make you feel. Sure. And... Obviously, he has to say that because most REM songs, you know, don't really have a narrative to them. You know, you look at, you know, Nirvana. You can't really tell what those, you know, what Kurt Cobain was really saying. No. He just. No, it's like, it's like uh, uh, Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yeah. yada, 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 yada. But I mean, I do write that way sometimes where I'm, I, I'm, I'm writing in, in snippets mm-hmm. and in phrases and sort of collecting and piecing them together. Yeah. So it's yeah. not always connected Mm-hmm. Narrative mm-hmm. to the songs that I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Very few of them actually will probably have that kind of connectivity. Mm-hmm. Most of them are just scraps of thoughts. Do you think you're a poet? God. I mean, I think there's some rhyme schemes on there. So does that make me a poet? No, poetry has nothing to do with I rhymes. Just, you know, I just, I just have a real tough time taking myself too seriously. I guess well, I take what I do seriously. But, but, I have the but, same problem with you. Right? I, I know everybody does. And I should probably start taking myself more seriously with the expectation that other people might. But I don't know if I want to be taken that seriously. But, I mean. Well, people, people are going to take you seriously with this album. They will. Yeah. Am I a poet? Shit. That, that's not for me to decide. Right. You know? Right. I, I'm sure some people think that I am, and some yeah. people think I'm terrible. Yeah. You know? Here's a tip. Yeah. Don't ever have a poet for a girlfriend. Oh, what happens there? They write about you. Oh, but isn't that cool? No. No? No. But what if it's positive things? Some are positive and some are not. Because they're poets. Some agrees. Makes me feel fine. They're poets. And it's not their job Hmm. to write positive. Well, some do. I I have a... But but you're their muse, see. I have a a poem that uh, uh, an ex 
poet girlfriend wrote about me. Yeah. And the, like, it's just, it just makes you feel so good. Oh. Because she talks about how, how intimate the, the, the bond is between you and, and how great you fuck her. Right. Does she talk about the, and then at the very end, sagging testicles? At the very end, she goes, <laughs> but half the time your ass is missing. <laughs> your ass is missing? Yes. How does that mean? Do you have a flat? You have, not always there. Do you suffer from no acetal? No. <laughs> um, no, she means I'm, I'm not there. Oh, yeah. you were a, you were an yeah. absentee lover. Yeah. No, I mean emotionally. She, you weren't there. Yeah. Wow. So here's this great poem. You know, I mean, I should if I show people if I would show people that I should cut it off before the end. Do you think? <laughs> what do you? Is there, Can you? Uh, Psychoanalyze why you, why you uh, would like to have a, a female muse in your life, but don't have one. Oh, because it makes everything better. But how come you? Uh, do you try? Uh, well, I'm not a catch at the moment. No, <laughs> no. Why not? Because I'm old and fat. No, I have a pacemaker. You have you a know? pacemaker? Fuck yeah. Where is it? It's right over here. No kidding. Yeah, it's right under the skin. Yeah. Well, I don't see why that's a big deal. Well, if somebody's going to get involved with you, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily want to get involved with somebody with a heart condition because well, you know, I mean, can go any minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but maybe so. that's a you know a good, good thing. Maybe that's it's, a reason to get involved it's with not you. A good thing. Yeah, be like, hey, this could be like a, good, a, it's not a good strike thing. of lightning. Believe me, believe me, it's hot not, and heavy, not, and then you not, know, not a good thing. No harm, no foul. Not, not a good thing. But anyway, so you know, um, what are you going to do? You, on the other hand, are, are, are 47, but very young. Thank you. You know, you I are... exfoliate a lot. And I think that's part of it. <laughs> and not just my face. Oh, All right, no. buddy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, once, once they start descending, mm-hmm. you'll have a lot more to exfoliate. Isn't that something? Yeah. 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 I keep it pretty clean. It would, it would take you tw- tw- two and three times more, longer to shave them. Than, than you ordinarily do. When you get older? Yeah, because there's more of them. You mean the, the, the uh, scrotum skin? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be a little easier to shave it, though, if it's, if it's got sort of a, if it's hanging a little, little you know, tighter? If there's, more, if there's more area. More Can you really create more area, though? Well, you know it's who just, was it's famous just for having enormous balls? Position it differently. Who? Lyndon Baines Johnson. He had big balls? Enormous balls. Really? Yes. Uh, there are, um, <clears throat> there's a, a recorded phone conversation between him and his tailor <laughs> about how, how much more room he needs in the clothing that the tailor is making for him. Wow. Because of his huge balls. Wow. Yeah. They should have made some sort of, uh, uh, like, basket for him. <laughs> you know? Basketballs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They should have made a basket or some sort of satchel <laughs> to house the, the testes. Well, I mean, come on. Balls are gross. They're gross. They're weird. They're gross. You I, like yours, don't you? Uh, I'm impartial. Really? I tolerate them. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I tolerate my balls. I'm, I, I, I don't know what to say. Well, How can you not like your balls? Do you like yours? Of course. Huh. Have you given them nicknames or anything? No. Like... No, I don't do that. Piss and vinegar? I don't do that. No. No, no. no Jake and the fat man? Unlike you. No. Yeah. 
Simon and Simon? <laughs> no? Well, what about Garfunkel? Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Flotsam. I call mine he's... Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> Is that bad? Does that make me a bad person? Uh, yeah. Isn't it great that we can get together and talk like we're fifth graders? It is. You know? It is. It is. It's good. It's oh, good it's thing. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> and we've promoted your album. Haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if people are going to want to listen to it now. They're going to feel... Sure they will. You think so? Oh, fuck yeah. Do you think there's a, a song that they should especially uh, check out on this album? Just think of all the solemn baristas in town. Ooh. You know, who are going to love this That'd album. be a good name for a band, the Solemn, solemn baristas. baristas. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it would be a decent album to play in a coffee house like this. Absolutely. Right? Sure. And, you know, let's not paint it too dark. It's, it's not all It's not all depressing. Dark. No, correct. Although lyrically it probably is, but there's some uplifting experiences on... Yes. Like Filthy Heart is a fun song. Correct. Okay? Correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> filthy Heart. I bet that's... I bet that's one you can relate to. You probably don't remember that one lyrically, but uh, uh, is that on there? Uh, no. Huh. Check that one out. It's a discussion I have with an old man. Older man. Oh. Yeah. Somewhat like this? And he says, uh, he said, uh, just here's my advice. Take your hands out of your pockets when you're running down the stairs. <laughs> So I wrote that down, and then I wrote that song about it. <clears throat> yeah. He said, I have no, no advice for you except wear sunscreen, which is that Kurt Vonnegut thing, and, and never run down the stairs with your hands in your pockets. That's good. Yeah. So I've that's, taken that to heart. That's somewhat obvious. Yeah. yeah. It seems like it. Kind of, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, but he must have thought that I, I, I was missing some very obvious things. He thought you looked like a guy who would run down the steps with your hands in your pockets. He maybe thought, yeah, yeah. maybe he thought that. Did you tell him uh, about the tooth uh, thing? Uh, that's thing? such a great point. Yeah. You know? <laughs> an excellent point. That's an excrement point. Yes. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. And Back to that again. It's been excrement. Yes. Hasn't it? It has. No, it has not been. <laughs> it has not been. It has not been. Do you uh, think this interview is going to go down as uh, like a top, you know? In the in the annals of of, of, course. of of superstar interviews, certainly right. The best of certainly next to my other one. We that's did. right. I'm hoping that's right. Do you think anyone's still listening now? You think they're passed out? Um, your girlfriend, Hopefully. maybe, yeah. <laughs> right, and all of your fans, both of them, yeah, both of my fans, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And people who've, who've seen you perform. Oh, yeah. And, 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 mm-hmm. and bought your albums. Oh, yeah. And are going to buy this have one. Have experienced Immediately. The... Right. Because you can, because we have a link right there on the page. Is that right? To, yeah. You, you have one of those, right? Where a you website? Go, go buy the album. Yeah. Okay. You can, yeah. Apparently, you can get it to online these days. Yeah. You don't, you don't even need to order CDs for people. I know. Who buys CDs anymore? I know. My car doesn't even play CDs in it. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It is weird. I can't play a CD in my car. That's horrible. I can't either, but that's because I have an old car. You don't have a car? I have an old car. Oh, you, yeah. So yours is so old you can't do it, and mine is newer and I can't do it. Right. I think they should start putting turntables in cars. They used to have them in cars. Did they? Yeah. Remember the 8-track tape? You used to oh, yeah. shove in there? Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool, though? Turntables. I never had an 8-track. No? No. No. 
I never. Oh, actually, I did. I forget what, what car it was, but hmm. um, no. Uh, uh, I, I, matter of fact, I, my I have, my car is so old it has a cassette player, still? but it doesn't work. Oh, because you can still buy the cassettes with a hookup to a to a Walkman. I still have a Walkman. I need to get a cassette player. My mom gave me all these old tapes of when I was like yeah. fourteen because wow. I've been singing since I was young. Yeah, my cousin Michael, you know Michael Allen Harrison. Yeah. Uh, was he still your cousin? Still is. How about that? Yeah, that's good. I think it'll run out in a couple of years. <laughs> um, he used to record me when he was just figuring out how to work that stuff, and so I have these recordings we did of your own songs. Of these crude. I think one of them was a James Ingram song, "Just uh-huh. Once." Uh-huh. One of them was a Foreigner song. Uh, <laughs> I want to know what love is. Ah, <laughs> there was uh, one that he wrote with this other guy called "Language of the Heart." And How I used many? to sing at the play, a place called the Leopard Lounge. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a gay bar, huh. except on this one amateur, amateur night. <laughs> and I'd have to wait in the kitchen uh, until, uh, until it was time for me to sing, because I was too young to be in there. Uh-huh. And, and Michael would be playing for me. It was, it was classic, just to remember that. But we'd make these crude recordings, air supply songs. I sang a <laughs> lot of air supply songs. How many 14-year-olds do you think made the joke... I want to know what love is. I want you to blow me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Tom. How many do you think? All of them. Except oh, probably, you. Probably. I never did. You never did. No. Man. I need to get dirtier. I need to start. You know what? I don't think, uh, for instance, I don't think kids swear enough. Oh. They need to start swearing more. More. Yeah. Well, why We're not? We're so straight-laced now. Yeah. You know? Fuck yeah. Right? Yeah. People don't swear enough. I fucking love swearing, and well, yeah. I think it's funny. Of course, it and is. that's why there are what there are some f bombs on this album. Yes, at yes. least two. Fucking Jackson Browning, me right? Yeah, and I say uh, fucking asshole, and I yeah. say shit. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, so I've got good. four it's... swear words: fucking twice, uh-huh. asshole, and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and those are my most proud moments. In fact, what? I put out a single, and it has to say explicit on it, on the song Tijuana. Have you really? seen the video for Tijuana? Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the whole video? No. Why not? I haven't seen it. Did you, you just send said it yeah. to me? You haven't seen the video? No. You can find it on YouTube. Well, you I can just find it out you, last week. Well, you can find it underneath this, this SoundCloud Ooh, uh, on, on, on the story. Really? Yeah. When is this coming out? Uh, 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 when's the fourth? That's two weeks? Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, Probably. Well, would you like next week or the week after? I don't. I don't know. It's up to you. I just okay. want to make sure both of my friends well, listen because, to it. <clears throat> probably next week. Oh, cool. Yeah. Then I will tell both. I'll text both of my friends. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because they need to hear. Yeah. The magic. You right, know right. of this relationship. Yes. <laughs> right. This is rich. <laughs> so do you have carpal tunnel? Is that what's going on with the wrist yeah, situation? Yeah. Ah, fuck uh, it. It's got everything going. Everything's wrong. Fuck it. Yeah, really. Right? Really. Could be worse. You could have ass cancer. I could. You don't. I don't think so. See? You never know. Don't you think that that's a positive thing to think about? Well, maybe. You don't have ass cancer. I might. You seem, you have your wits about you. Well, half of them. Ish, ish, wit-ish. Half of them. Okay. Yeah. You're a half-wit. That's right. So you that's cool. You picked up on that very well. Thank you. Good going. Thank you. Yeah. I'm smarter than I look. What? 
I didn't say that. <laughs> it's not saying much. So I think people, Tom, will uh, enjoy coming to the show. Yeah. On the fourth. Yes. I made T-shirts. Did you? I felt really stupid. Not yourself. About it. You didn't do it yourself. I'm getting T-shirts made, and I've been okay. having. A, I actually lost sleep last night. Going, should I fucking make a T-shirt? <laughs> It's so weird. You know, it's different when you're a solo artist. I mean, when you right, in, yeah. but when you're a band, a t-shirt makes a little more sense. But to have a t-shirt with just your name or your initials is weird. What about your picture? Look at that. Oh, yeah. Would you uh, wear a t-shirt like that? Not that's at APW. Why not? Well, because... Think that's cool? No? Well, it's fine, yeah. You know. What could APW mean? Ask paper wipe? That's yeah. what you think. Yeah, that's what my dad used yeah. to tell me. Is that right? Yeah, he said my aunt used to make fun of my parents for naming me APW because it meant ass paper wipe. Yeah, see? You see, didn't write see? about it. And you didn't write see about the that. torture? You did not now write about Now you know where that. all this comes from. Yeah. This angsty yeah. self-loathing. Wow. Yeah. It comes Jeez. from my fucking initials. We're all so sorry for you. Isn't it something? It's terrible. Yeah. Well, well, you can see it unravel on May 4th. <laughs> okay? Having said that, yeah. I think it's time for us to stop. I think you're right. I'm going to go. I'm gonna uh, go but here's, here's what. Here's the people. thing. Yeah. I want to close with one of the tunes. Oh, cool. Which one shall we close with? Ooh. I didn't mean to put a preposition at the end there, but. Oh, it felt good. Yeah. Uh, which one do you, would you like to play? No, no. You choose. Really? Yeah. Well, I oh gosh, it's you know it's really hard to do that. Uh, we have intro, we have love make a fool, we have camera, Tijuana. Why don't we do lights. love make a fool of me because that has that okay. line, uh, the the fucking Jackson Brown line in it, and and <clears throat> you and you get to have the word fucking again. Yeah. Well, that's my favorite great. word. It's well, my favorite word. <laughs> Such a great word. And we'll close it that way. Okay. Nice to see you. Good to see you, buddy. Virgin still claims that she
melody Take everything you see While I'm dancing in the street Love make a fool of me My heart is opening And when you've cheated me Leave me be 